Welcome to Expanding Your Faith with Bishop Gregory Godsey and Father Matthew Schnabel. Expanding Your Faith looks at modern faith and spirituality questions, as well as conducts interviews with movers and shakers in different and varied faith traditions. Our broadcast is brought to you by the hardworking staff at the Office of Communications and Media Relations in the Old Catholic Churches International. Stay tuned as we work on expanding your faith. Hello, everyone, and welcome to uh, this edition of Expanding Your Faith. I'm Bishop Greg, and joining me tonight is Luna, as usual. Oh, hi. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, and of course, our TikTok and you now friends are joining us as well um, to be here uh, with us and um, give us questions and comments and everything else. And of course, as usual, uh, we continue to have uh, trolls who routinely visit our lives. In fact, right before we came online tonight, uh, we had one who uh, threatened to swat us. Um, So um, that is always fun. Uh, for the whole family to be on TikTok. So I want to take just a moment to talk about that uh, because a lot of you know from our previous podcasts that we um, do have uh, uh, law enforcement investigating, federal law enforcement investigating uh, the swatting, or not swatting, but the um, threats and comments uh, that have been made against us, uh, the threats against our church, the threats against myself and my family. Um, And so we um, want to give a bit of an update real quick. One of those uh, individuals um, in North Carolina who had threatened us, uh, threatened to shoot uh, me during a live broadcast on TikTok, has been arrested and is currently in federal custody. Um, He has asked for leniency and a deal and uh, we have been in discussions with uh, the FBI and the Department of Justice about the possibility of giving uh, him that deal in exchange for him um, turning evidence against those people who are helping him, who were helping him. Um, or who may be involved in this continued network of threats and abuse. Um, So there'll be more on that in the weeks coming up, but right now uh, that's what we're going to give you uh, in the way of an update on what's going on with that, is the fact that um, we do have someone in custody. Uh, There will be more arrests coming. I'm confident of that. And so um, there will be more people spending time behind bars for making death threats to us over the internet. Um, And I do want to just remind people that uh, people seem to think that the internet is a wild, wild west where anything goes, you can do and say anything you want to do and say without consequence. 
the reality is that there are a lot of laws that govern internet activity that have been put in place over the past 10 years or so and um, it is illegal to make threats across the internet against anyone it is illegal to swat anyone it is illegal to harass and abuse people uh, there is a felony charge of felony stalking and felony harassment that can be levied against people who routinely harass and stalk people on the internet because it's just as much as if you were stalking them in real life and there is also the fact that doxing putting out someone's home address phone number email addresses and all of that is illegal um, the law does not care whether or not the person's information was public or not if you release it widely in a malicious way in a way meant to cause them distress meant to bring them harm in any way whatsoever you can be arrested for that that is illegal there are federal statutes against it um, so just remember uh, that um, you just because you're on the internet doesn't mean that you can do whatever you want to do and as far as the United States government goes if you commit a felony of any kind no matter where you live in the world if we have an extradition treaty with your country they will pay to have you extradited here to stand trial and to go to prison for felony actions so it's not something to play with folks it's really not and so uh, if you're a parent make sure your children are well aware of proper conduct on the internet that they are well aware that if they commit a crime on the internet they can be held responsible just as much is if they commit a crime in front of someone to someone in person and if you're an adult doing that well shame on you you should have known better there's no excuse for ignorance so there you have it so there's my little talk for the night about uh, what's going on with that. Uh, stay tuned. There'll be more information on that entire situation as we get it. Um, I have a meeting with the FBI and the DOJ next week to uh, discuss this in more detail again. And hopefully we'll have some sort of resolution for you on one of the cases. Uh, mind you, there will be more. Uh, as uh, the person who came in and threatened to swat us tonight is evident of. All right. Well, it's coming up on Christmas. We're less than a month away from the big day. I hope that you have your Christmas shopping done. And if not, that you uh, have at least a plan to get it done. Uh, as those who can see us live can see, um, we have Christmas lights hung around us here at the friary 
uh, Luna today hung Christmas lights. And so she wanted to talk a little bit about Christmas decorating, and I said, well, why not? So um, uh, what did you want to talk about uh, when it came to Christmas decorating? You weren't going to be like Martha Stewart and uh, give <laughs> No, nah, I mean... We can know. make this into a beautiful... There's some people... There, you know... People go crazy with Christmas decorating. We have a lot of people around here who love to do... Because we're in the South, so like everyone has like 50,000 acres of land per house. So during Christmas time, they'll pull out all the inflatables and they'll just have giant 500-foot-tall inflatables all over the yard. I don't think they're quite 500 foot, but okay. That's extreme, but I always think they look awful. I don't, I don't like them as much as just lights and stuff. People will just be like, here's an inflatable frosty snowman. I did it. Merry, Merry Christmas. And I'm like... <laughs> the least possible effort to decorate for Christmas. But everyone loves it. I personally am a big fan of white lights and wreaths. Um... And red ribbon. Uh, unfortunately, I am saddled with people who um, much prefer uh, color lights and flashy things. And oh, one Christmas decoration uh, I'm glad is gone this year that I haven't seen any of. Was last Christmas the big thing was the crosses with the Christmas lights. Oh yes. As sort of a way to show solidarity too. Now this was what was really bad. So. Down here in the south, uh, at the start of COVID, there was a minister who decided he was going to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars buying lumber and making crosses for people to put in their yards. With the message being faith over fear. We don't have to get uh, vaccinated. We don't have to get um, have to wear, wear a mask and stuff. We can just uh, put a cross in our yard and we'll be protected from COVID. Um, well, unfortunately, uh, a lot of people thought it would be great to put um, the um, thought it would be great to put um, uh, Christmas lights on those crosses. And so it looked like flaming crosses in the yard during Christmas. It was terrible. So um, I just want to say to our podcast listeners um, that we have had a troll come in on TikTok named JWJSJS32 using uh, my cousin's photograph, my cousin who raped me as a child's photograph, and is making statements. And so... Uh, this is the kind of thing we were just talking about. This is a criminal offense. This is called cyber terrorism. Um, and so, um, of course, we screen grab these um, for the FBI so that, um, you know, they have uh, that information to hunt up that person and um, go after them. Um, but uh, it's just appalling that they continue to do this because they think it is so funny um, to abuse people. So uh, we took care of that right there. So.
Uh, but moving along. Yes, they looked like flaming crosses uh, in their front yards, which was kind of sad. Um, I don't think that was their intention, but this is why when you go to place a Christmas decoration, uh, think very carefully about what it's going to look like in the dark. Because <laughs> it may not quite be what you think it looks like. So, um, There were a few people, I think, who got the message after a week or so, and they took off their lights off the cross, or at least stopped turning them on. So um, they at least kind of got the message before it was all said and done. But uh, do be careful with what you do decorating-wise. Um, I personally, like I said, I like wreaths and red ribbon and white lights. Uh, I like the little candles you set in the windows. I think those look uh, beautiful. Um, but uh, colored lights are okay. Uh, Multicolored lights are okay. I just uh, I'm not a huge fan of flashy things. So, uh, to give you an idea, we actually had a different string of lights up here tonight. A bunch of LED lights that we had up. And as soon as I turned on the TikTok video, they were uh, pulsating. And I go, yeah, that's going to cause somebody to have an epileptic seizure. So, we had to take those lights down and replace them with standard lights. Um, because the LED lights refresh rate was the same as the camera's refresh rate on TikTok. And I said, we can't do that. Hey, Nate. So, um, yeah. Uh, kind of be mindful of what you put up uh, Christmas light-wise. A lot of beautiful trees this year, too. Uh, we were going to try to get a rainbow-colored tree for Christmas. Uh, it seems that everybody and their baby brother bought up all of the rainbow-colored trees. So, we were not able to get a rainbow-colored tree. Luna was able to get a little two-foot tree. Or maybe it's... Yeah, it's about two-foot. It's the same size as this one, isn't it? It's about two-foot. And it's rainbow-colored. And so... Um, but we couldn't find the four-foot tree that they were selling everywhere. Because everybody and their baby brother decided they wanted... A very festive uh, Christmas in the sense of they wanted um, to have it multicolored and so uh, we were not able to get um, the rainbow tree this year but that's okay what else is on your mind what, what else is on your mind Anybody else have anything they want to share or talk about? It's been a really long week because we've been, this is finals week for us. And yes. so we're kind of just like, we don't have anything to talk about. Our life has hit a very zero mile per hour. <laughs> Literally nothing has happened. Oh, we did have World AIDS Day this past oh, we week. Have, that's true, we did. Uh, so we can talk about that for a moment. Uh, that was December 1st, every year, World AIDS Day. Um, World AIDS Day is where we come together to commemorate those that we have lost to the horrible AIDS pandemic and to um, pray for and think about those people still fighting 
this horrible disease. Um, we had some of the AIDS quilts uh, that have been made over the years uh, here in Augusta. Um, and um, we had those hanging at the MCC Church, Metropolitan Community Church of Our Redeemer in Augusta, Georgia. And um, we had a beautiful service. It's online on their Facebook page, uh, Metropolitan Community Church. Uh, we also linked to it. Oh, excuse me, linked to it from our parish page, uh, facebook.com forward slash St. Francis Parish. If you would like to go and watch the video. Um, I played a part in the service. So did uh, Luna uh, to a certain degree. Um, and uh, we had a delightful time uh, remembering those uh, that we love and care about who, <coughs> who are currently fighting the disease and those that we've lost. Hey, Kevin. And so um, we, um, it was a delightful service. It really was. And so I hope that uh, you all got a chance to catch it. Um, and if you didn't, that you'll go and, and watch it. Uh, the big highlight, of course, was the quilts. And I believe there are pictures on the Metropolitan Community Church of... Um, of our Redeemer about the quilts. There are photos there that show the quilts. Uh, if you want to go and see if you've never seen one of the AIDS quilts, um, they are um, very interesting to see. Um, I was very, uh, uh, as we lose some of the lights here, uh, I was very interested to see them. I had never seen them myself. Um, and it was very, uh, um, very sad, uh, sight, uh, and to know that we've lost so many people to this pandemic, um, the AIDS, HIV pandemic, which continues to ravage the world is just appalling. Um, we've done so much to try to stop COVID in a short period of time, um, AIDS and HIV have been with us almost over 40 years now and there has been very little done to um, stop it so that's very sad what else do we have to talk about um, does anyone else have anything they would like to add today Hey Dave, to our podcast uh, this evening, we are um, <laughs> continuing to uh, keep those in prayer who um, are dealing with um, COVID Om Omicron, um, which is of course a big deal. Um, and continues to spread across our nation. So uh, we ask that you all keep those people in your prayers as well. Um, 
as they continue to uh, fight Omicron. The wait can be intense, yes. Um, especially those that are waiting on blood work and things of that nature. Um, it can be very intense uh, as they wait for uh, their blood work to come back. Um, well, there's a good reason that a lot of people feel that way. Uh, so someone on uh, TikTok uh, said, a lot of people believe there's going to be a war between the Patriots and the governor. Well, first of all, our government, uh, first of all, they're not Patriots. They're uh, traitors to our nation. Um, they believe that um, it is their right to overthrow legitimately elected elections in an effort to um, put in people that um, they believe should be um, in charge of the government. Uh, that's what January 6th was all about, um, was an attempt to hang the vice president, hang democratically elected members of Congress in order to keep uh, Donald Trump as president. Um, that's not patriotism, that is called treason. Um, and so the idea that these people are patriots is a, is a fallacy in and of itself. Uh, true patriots support democracy. They support democratically elected members of Congress and the federal government and state governments. Um, they do not go around uh, trying to kill off legitimately elected leaders just because they don't like them. Um, that is what happens in banana republics. That's what happens in countries with dictators. Um, that is not what happens in uh, democratic republican uh, nations. Um, is what happens if Biden election was not legitimate. That was the problem. Here's the problem with that. Uh, Republican secretaries of state for every state in the union have done audits and audits and audits. We're over a year away uh, out from the election and every single audit has turned up the election was legitimate. Just because treasonous people don't want to believe it doesn't make it any less true. Even the fraudulent uh, audit done by an outside agency in Arizona not only found that Trump lost the state of Arizona, he lost it by more than they had originally said because they found that legitimate ballots for Biden had been miscounted. 
So, I'm going to be honest with you. You're not a patriot. You're a traitor to this nation. Do you really believe Hillary, Obama, fighting Pelosi are straightforward, honest people? Um, I don't know whether they're straightforward and honest people or not. But I do know that people elected to uphold the integrity of our elections from both sides of the aisle, Republican and Democrat, have said there were n there is no fraud in this election. The election was carried out as prescribed by law. The ballots were counted as prescribed by law. There was no fraud. And therefore the election is legitimate. A guy selling pillows on overnight television is not an election, um, a, a valid election official. Um, and he has yet to prove any election fraud himself. <clears throat> I think it's safe to say that um, I would say it's safe to say that we've never had a very fair election ever in our history. Because I mean, we've got systems like the Electoral College, and the votes never really ours; it's someone else's. So I believe Biden and his cronies got the election by crooked methods. Okay, so you believe that all <laughs> the people of color who were disenfranchised in this election would have voted for Trump? Now, mind you, they were disenfranchised by Republican secretaries of state who wiped the rolls of their names. Over 500,000 people of color removed from the rolls days before the election in Georgia. So you believe all of those people of color would have voted for Trump? Okay. Um, this is the problem that we have with places like TikTok. This is why I call TikTok the parlor of video social media. It is full of white supremacy and neo-Nazis and neo-Confederates who believe that they are the patriots of our day when in fact many people that were Democrats added that were not legitimate. Really, Patriot, would you like to show your proof of that? We'd be happy to see your legitimate proof of that. Again, it's speculation, not proof. There is no proof anyone was added illegitimately. And that in, therein lies the problem. People want to claim the election was stolen, but when asked for proof, they provide zero proof. In all the lawsuits, in, none of them have proof. They were asked to provide proof to the courts, and all they provided was uh, suggestions and induendo. They provided no concrete proof in any of their lawsuits about the election. They showed no ballot rolls where people voted that were not allowed to vote, except for Republicans, 
There have been about two dozen Republicans across the nation who voted two and three times in the election for Trump. And they've been arrested and put in prison. They provided no proof of faulty ballots. They provided no ballots of people that should not have voted. They provided nothing to prove their claims. All right, Patriot. Goodbye. So the reality is there is no proof the election was stolen. The only proof out there is that these people are nuts for continuing to believe conspiracy theories that have been debunked over and over and over again. And the thing is, is people like the former president are making a killing in money off of these poor people who don't want to believe the truth. And they're the same people who routinely tell me that I need to read the Bible where it says they'll exchange the truth for a lie and hear what their itching ears want to hear. Well, that's exactly what they're doing. Is They want to believe what they want to believe. The only war that's coming is a bunch of them going to prison for treason on January 6th. That's it. That's all that's coming. And rightfully so. So there you have it. Saying you're a patriot. Just because they call themselves patriots doesn't make it true. If that was the case, I would call myself a millionaire all the time. That's right, David. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Um, as a lot of people say, uh, saying you're a Christian because you go to church uh, doesn't make you a Christian any more than saying, standing in a garage saying you're a car makes you a car. So, hey, well, if I want to be a car, I can be a car. Oh, Lord. But and just saying you're a patriot while you go and work to overthrow the legitimately elected government of a nation doesn't make you a patriot. I love how the trolls give us things to talk about. Oh, yes. We, just, we don't have to do anything. We just and these are the same people who, by the way, will have Confederate flags flying in the back of their uh, elevated bed pickup truck as they drive down the road. What, what, what was that thing? Southern Pride? That was awful. Mm -hmm. What was that, 2014? Yes. I hated that. Y'all have no idea what uh, it's like living in the South sometimes. The only thing that I'm proud about being in the South is that everyone holds the door open for you. It's the only thing I'm proud of. And most of the time, if you go up to someone's house, they'll make you dinner. No, they'll usually come out with a gun until you get off their land. Well, if you go to, like, I don't know, if you go to the smaller towns, you might. Get Very cool. It's like a 50 50. If you like Russian roulette, <laughs> go up to someone's door and you're either going to get free dinner or you're going to get a gun. <laughs> Russian roulette, yes. You never know quite what you're going to get 
you go up to somebody's door in the south. The south is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get, yes. Oh my, this podcast has turned into quite an ordeal, has it not? I forgot we were doing a podcast. Well, since we're... Since we're on a roll tonight, um, how about those neo-Nazis? Really bad people. Um, And we get a lot of those on our live broadcast too. Neo-Nazis, neo-Confederates, white supremacists, you know, know, it's... That's it. I've decided if we're going to have a nativity scene in the yard this year, we're going to get a black nativity scene. A black nativity scene? Yes. We're doing uh, we haven't stopped, Imam. I want to go to one of those church, one of those Christian shops, and get some like black angels and stuff. I think that'd be great. Get some stuff like that around the house. So I will be uh, having a lot of broken windows. If you want to donate ah, ah! to our broken window fund. <laughs> broken window. Yeah, we're gonna have a lot of broken windows. That's uh, this time, I continued allowing the podcast to roll as I dealt with the troll rather than shutting it off like I did last week. So we're 32 minutes into our podcast here, folks. You know, last week we, uh, <laughs> last week we, uh, we had a lot of... We had a lot of interruptions. Uh, Fucking people. So this week uh, we've kind of decided to use the trolls coming in as a uh, something to be able to talk about here on the podcast. So... Um, that has made for an interesting podcast. I am more rested uh, uh, for those that have been asking. Um, the The last week has been finals week. Next week is finals week. Uh, we have two weeks of finals uh, in our college. I've gone back to college for a degree in um, uh, psychology. Uh, bachelor's in psychology and a master's in psychology. And so last week and this week have been, uh, this upcoming week, our finals week. And so last week I did not sleep well um, because of all the stress from finals week. And so uh, I'm a little better rested today um, as I spent uh, some time resting. So um, I'm feeling a little better. Uh, Next week will be rushed and hurried and a lot of stress, but... uh, by uh, the end of the week, we will be done with this semester, and we can all breathe a sigh of relief and rest for a little bit before we have to go back. So that'll be delightful. Um, well, folks, I think I'm going to wrap up the podcast tonight, um, and we will... Uh, it is a little bit shorter than usual, but we'll be back next week with more. Um, we'll be back next week with more Um, so keep shining bright my friends and join us again next week when we once again work to expand your faith God bless